Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Unrenowned Podcast where we talk about Siege. What, what we, we like about, about Siege. Siege. I said that part, so you say. But you don't. Yeah, I know, but I did this time around. Also, what we don't like about Siege, I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. They buffed Ying and then they killed her. They did. It just happened. Yep. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about um, the top issues and community concerns post that has been updated. Uh, we will also go through... I can't read my handwriting. What does this say? Oh, we, <laughs> we have a couple of Reddit posts. And then a lot of you guys in the community have been submitting bad operator ideas. So we're going to go through the bad operator ideas and discuss how broken we can make Siege. Oh, yes. <laughs> and see if we can do a better job than Ubisoft themselves. What do you think? Easy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, also, we had a community play day on Saturday. Chris was not in attendance. No. Slacker. I was working. Yeah, he was working. Work opened up again. Yeah, which is good. But then he missed the play day. So we played uh, on Saturday on PC. We had a good time. We did uh, kind of some silly stuff. We did, I think we did a shotguns round, except we did auto shotguns this time. Then we did a revolvers round. That was fun. Uh, interesting. Uh, we did a couple of just like regular siege rounds. It was a good time. So everybody who was there, thanks for coming. And those who missed it, come for the next one. Uh, also, Xbox Play Day coming up on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific slash 9.30 Eastern. So be there for that. Last thing before we jump into it, we are sponsored by Ma Energy. If you'd like to support the podcast and also Ma Energy, go to drinkma.com slash r6pod. You can get a free trial and help uh, support the podcast. Yeah, get Blue Buzz if you do. Yeah, Blue Buzz is the way to go for sure. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so Ying, they recently buffed her. Uh, let's see what happened on the they buff. They buffed her a couple of times. Yeah, because yeah, there was they, like, like kind of the rework where they did like where the candelas would work a little more. Right, how they would like evenly disperse. Like there'd be three like head level, three like middle level, torso level, or like right. waist level, and then one towards the ground. Right, and they also added an, an extra like popper in yes, there, right? Right, they added an extra like part of yeah. this candela little guy. What are those even called? I don't know. I call it a popper. Like nine banger. Even... Sure, an extra nine banger. Anyway, um. Yes, they did that, and then they gave her an extra candela. Just barely. Yep, and mm -hmm. then they... Did you do something with her gun? They buffed her, her gun damage, I think. I think yeah, they... they buffed her gun damage. They just did a lot of little things and just kept adding them on. Yeah. And then they took away another candela. Yeah, so basically the, her buff came out and everybody lost their minds, mm -hmm. saying that she was super OP. I, I can't say that I found her to be super OP in my experience but that said we also didn't play a lot of siege during that time so yeah that's probably not a very good very true uh reference point but uh, what do you think they there must be some reason i don't i think they have been good at not just like listening to like community freaking out about a balancing change right they with with certain things that aren't balancing they are pretty good at like listening to the community like they piss the community off they're good at like Okay, they don't like us. Let's stop. Yeah. But with balancing changes, they're pretty good at like, no, we're going to see what happens if we do it this way. So there must be some sort of statistics that they're looking at that shows like she was way OP or yeah. overpowered. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah, probably true. Because, yeah, like people are saying like, oh, yeah, the community freaked out and they changed it, which that might have some impact. But also the community has done that for other balancing changes like you're saying and it's not like they've immediately gone and changed mm -hmm. it right and like they just said they said pro players told them not to make certain changes with balancing and they're doing it anyway mm -hmm. because they want to see what happens so like i think they're more likely to react to pro players telling them not to do something than just like reddit freaking out about it right which is what we mean by communities freaking out we mean reddit made four posts basically that everybody upvoted but, well so, i mean i mean i guess twitter as well but yeah i think i think siege twitter was pretty crazy about it um so, yeah, I, I I don't really care. Like, I think Ying was, like, kind of just, like, a decent-ish operator before. Oh, she also mm -hmm. got smokes, right? Where she didn't have smokes before. Yeah. Oh, yes. That that was a, one of the problems people were saying is she turned in from, like, a helping your team to, like, she could do it all on her own. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are saying this is actually interesting. It's, like, a psychology thing of, like, Ying's, Ying isn't where we kind of want her right now. We want her picked more. So they made her really, really strong and then just weakened her a little bit to make people like, oh, I'll go play Ying now. Yeah. And so she's like now a more popular operator because people sure. want to try her out. Right. So I don't know if that's really the case, what they were going for. I don't really think so. But yeah, it worked. Yeah. Like her, she's going to have a higher pick rate probably. We'll see. For sure. Um, what's also interesting too is like you're, you were just saying how like 
people were upset that now she can kind of do everything on her own because she has so much utility, right? Her, mm-hmm. She's got more candelas. She's got the smoke. So now she can like burn through ADSs by herself and then throw the candelas in or whatever. Yeah. Um, she can plant on her own. Like, right. She's got it taken care of. Yeah. She's got decent guns. So like, yeah, uh, I see what you're saying there. But then like on the flip side, other people are also like, or I, I, I don't know if it's other people or the same people are complaining about Mozzie having lost his super shorty because that wasn't the problem they say right like that wasn't the problem it was they, yeah. they should have taken away a pest it's like okay but their reasoning is for doing that was that he could do everything on his own which is the same reasoning that you're saying that the ying buff was bad so which is it and like I, to be fair i don't know if it's the same people making those arguments right. but like half at least half the community saying like this mozzie should have kept a super shorty because uh that wasn't the problem and the reason they did that was because he did too much on his own but now you're complaining that Ying does too much on her own. So, like, come on, guys. <laughs> Pick a side. What's our stance here? I, I do understand. I understand the argument of, like, what is Ubisoft doing? Because they're saying one thing for Mozzie taking away his super shorty so he can't sure, do everything on his own. Sure. And then with Ying, they're letting her do everything on her own. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know if they think that. I mean, we we know that defenders win the majority of the rounds compared to right. attackers in general. So maybe they are just trying to make attackers stronger in general. Like, maybe that is their reasoning of, like, we want more attackers to be able to do more on their own. Mm-hmm because you what you don't want i i feel like defense has the upper hand all the time right they can set it up for you coming in and i think the hardest thing is on defense it's easier to win like a 1v2 because they have an objective they have to push whereas on offense if you're just one guy there's so much utility you don't have anymore and you need more help and so maybe they are trying to help more like the you've lost some players on your team but you can still execute and still have a chance to win yeah um but yeah, like I was I was saying in the uh play day just barely that like I think any time that you get to a point where an operator becomes kind of like a must pick, you know, because like like you just nobody else could fill the role that they're able to fill or like the multiple roles that they're able to fill in mm-hmm. one operator, that's when like there's probably a problem with that operator. Um and obviously like for hard breachers that's kind of like a, a unique case, but like right. um you know, somebody like Ying who became like okay, why would I not pick Ying? She's got four flashbangs like better than flashbangs on top of three smokes and like a decent gun. Like you two should smokes. be picking. Ying. Oh, is it just two? Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, like you should be picking Ying, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I feel like that's kind of what the thing was with Mozzie, uh, or it's just like, he's, he's not only information denial, but also counter Intel. And then on top of that, like, uh, two speed, good guns, um, and the super shorty to edit site as well as a nitro like i mean the guy had everything yeah so uh i, I like i think they're both kind of falling into that problem uh do, do you think that like taking away one candela fixes the problem or like is the problem ultimately that now she has smokes and flashbangs i do think that's ultimately the problem mm-hmm. but people seem to be happy about the fact she last lost the fourth how often is it that you would even have thrown that fourth candela to be honest with you I mean, I guess even if you don't use it, the thing is just like the mentality of it where you're not like saving one because yeah. you might need it. Right. So it's like, you're just, you're more likely to use them because you don't, you're not like saving yeah. them for the right situation or whatever. Right. Um, and also like just for burning ADSs or whatever. Yeah. If you have six throwables in one person that takes out two ADSs on its own. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's pretty takes crazy. Out three ADSs. Don't they? Oh, they only do two now. Huh? Yeah. They used to do two. three way back in the day. Man, it's so hard to keep track of all this stuff. Like, because we've been with Siege since literally 2015, so it's like these little things change. Like, oh, ADS is now only eliminate two things instead of three, and then just like, obviously that's easy to remember. But then when there's hundreds of those changes stacked up mm-hmm. over the years, it's like it's hard to remember. Like, okay, wait, how many pucks can that fuses cluster charge these days? Like, I don't know. What part are we at now? With yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, probably a good move to nerfing a little bit. We'll see how it goes. I I, I think that she was probably okay before they did this recent huge buff. I, like, I'm not sure why we'll Ying know. is getting so much focus. We'll never know. But uh, anyway, let's talk about the top issues and community concerns as long as we're talking about what they're focused on. Um, so I think you can argue that Siege is in a good state when you read the top issues and community concerns and you say, there's nothing on here that I care about, to be honest. Right. So I guess my first question is, is there anything not on here that you care about that you feel like should be on here? That's what I tried to think of when I read it. I was like, well, what do I, what do I even want like fixing the game? And the only thing I can think of is like wanting unranked to 
match more mm-hmm. like a a thing that you would play right um yeah because like yeah, custom games custom games custom is games. probably one that i would that, want on there. that would be the one thing i would like to see on here um because like a lot of what, what i would say is already like coming up in in the next year or two that they've already said right things like uh um map striking and that should uh, be next season right they said first half of year five yeah yeah, I'm very excited. If yeah. That's the case. Uh, the reworks that are coming up, I'm excited about. So, like, they, they're already working on a lot of the stuff that we want. They also have recently tackled a lot of the things that have been on our list forever. So, like, I mean, for one thing, a, a bit of a castle buff, right? It's not like a huge thing, but I do feel like he's a much more powerful uh, operator than he used to be. Yep. Um, staying in your drones after prep phase, we've been asking for that literally since day one of Siege, and it's happened. Finally. I cannot believe that actually happened. And I can't believe how little it actually affects my we game, should, which, should, which I knew. But yeah, we should go find other people that said, just pay attention to the timer and copy and paste a patch note that says, <laughs> you can now stay in your drone throughout the pep face. Chris likes nothing better than just to say, see, I was right. <laughs> it feels so good. In my defense, you did that one time to, I don't remember that. Oh, I did. What was it even about? I don't uh, remember. But Was it the Mozzie Gridlock thing? Oh yeah, it was. It, it, was, it was a Mozzie gridlock thing. There was actually two. It was a Mozzie gridlock thing, and it was the um, the uh, starting side selection bug, where it would put you on the tack like Ooh, every time or something. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of. The guy that was saying like, "There's not enough evidence to prove this is the case," and then they said, yeah. "There's something wrong with this." Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was stupid. Oh, you idiot! Getting an internet article. Did I tell you that so I messaged my statistics professor about that? Um, I think you did, yeah. Yeah, and he said, like, it's likely there's a problem. You can't say for sure, but it looks like, yeah, there's, there would definitely be a problem. Yeah, it, it's at least, like, enough... Uh, you have enough math there or statistics there to, like, indicate that you should do further research, right? Yes. At, at the very least. Yeah. Like, you can't say 100% sure that, like, it's broken, but you could at least say, yeah, this is unlikely. We should check what's going mm-hmm. on here. Um, Which, of course, is is what you're trying to prove. You're not trying to like make a statistical proof that it's true. You're just right. <laughs> you're just trying to see if like the, if it makes sense to invest time to look at yeah. it. Anyway, um getting back to the topic of community concerns. So of course if you don't remember this is like their blog post that they update frequently with whatever's going on. Some of the big things that have been on here in the past are things like the debris uh client side debris issues which has been fixed again like another another thing that's been fixed. Um I can't even think what else. I think the voice here. chat bug was on there at one yeah. point where like your voice chat would just be broken. You couldn't hear or say anything yeah. in voice chat. They had something on the, they had like a, a hacking thing on there for a oh, long time. The, right. Uh, like, the DDoSing thing was on there. Yeah. 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 Um, um, and they also, I think had things about like exploits with clash and IQ and like how they're reworking yeah, that, that system, like that kind of stuff. Um, so like all that stuff has been resolved and like I like looking at this I was like kind of disappointed because there's not really anything like exciting or interesting on here mm-hmm. but also like you're saying that's a good thing right that like I can't think of anything that I feel like should be on here except for custom games which you brought up but there's nothing on here that I'm like finally this is going to be fixed so like right. that's the siege is in a pretty good spot and there I think. are some things that I think some people have problems with more often like when you play the game a lot more than we do right now mm-hmm. um well let's let's read through them and like well yeah so i mean we'll just go through it quick because again there's not that much that's super yeah, interesting on here and if titles. obviously if you want more info you can go check it out we'll have it in the show notes um so top issues hacking cheating lobby freezing uh and then they, they kind of go down and break through several different like solutions they have for those so for lobby freezing um they're putting out some update that kind of will help them to to see that that's happening. I guess there's this, they, they acknowledge that it's happening more often, um, lobby freezing and hacking and cheating in general. Um, and so they're, they're putting out, I guess some updates that will help them to sort of identify those, those pieces. This is all going to be like backend stuff that we'll never see, but, uh, apparently they're, they're putting in the infrastructure to be able to address it. Um, they're increasing the ranked, uh, and champion rank requirements. So what they're trying to do here is they're trying to make it harder for Smurfs and, um, you know, hackers who are just buying new accounts or whatever to get into ranked. Uh, so they're increasing, I guess they don't say for sure they have, they have more specifics coming, uh, on new requirements closer to season two, but it sounds like they're going to up the level you have to be to play ranked, which sounds kind of crazy. Cause you actually have to play for quite a long time. Is it, is it level 30 right yeah, now? Yeah, It's level 30, which is a while, which is are, a long time. Are you, wait, which one are you? 
this is like the third one down under hacking, cheating, lobby freezing. I think I think they're yeah to get to champion rank. I think is what they're trying to avoid because they have cheaters that are getting up there super super quick, and they want the cheating accounts to be caught before they're up there because that's where they're gonna go right. If you're cheating, you're gonna get up into the champion ranks, and those are the people that are dealing with the cheaters. Like yeah, but I think they're even just saying to play ranked at all. Yeah, which is I mean yeah, level thirty is already. It's which, really which means you have like, to play crappy game mode until you can play real siege. Right, right. Um, can you, you can't do unranked either, can you? You can do unranked at level ten, I think. Oh well, I guess maybe that gets you by until then. But yeah. Uh, but still, like that's a long time. Like, um, I'm not level thirty on Xbox yet. Not that I play on Xbox a lot, but like I've I've played a fair amount on Xbox, and I'm not level thirty. I can't yeah. play ranked, so like it's a long time. Uh, last thing under this section is a daily level XP cap in PVE. So for terrorist hunt type of stuff, it's the same idea. They're just they're putting a cap on how many you, how many X, how much XP you can get in there every day, so that you can't just use that to grind out real quick and get into ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, so all good stuff, but n- again, nothing exciting there. I think some of this stuff needs to be s- specific to certain platforms, like PC. I think you can argue is the platform that has problems with hacking and stuff yeah, whereas totally. like xbox yes there could be some there totally possible but extremely unlikely so xbox players i think should have a lesser requirement to get into ranked yeah i'd agree with like, that i mean why 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 punish everyone for pc's problems right it's like poor the poor modern warfare players that have to have crossplay enabled to play warzone have to deal with pc hackers because they're always right. on pc right like that sucks i get that that sucks yeah that is definitely the biggest downside to PC gaming when it comes to multiplayer. It's like it's just so much easier to hack PC games mm-hmm. uh, that people will do it. But uh, okay, bring us to the next point here. So next thing is about the known issues and stuff. So there's the unintended abandoned sanctions bug where people would back out like before the match was found, but technically they had found a match, but it hadn't told them. Mm-hmm. And so they back out and get an abandoned sanction because they didn't know. So basically right. it's going to, and then this would also happen where like you'd start a ranked match four V five because someone backed out last minute, right. not knowing. And then it gave them an abandon. Um, so the message basically is just going to appear when it actually finds the match early. Yeah. And like another thing, like this is just another thing that like I've never really encountered that I can remember. And so like just the fact that it's something that's so, rare and that's on their top list again says a lot i think that siege is in a very good spot right now yeah and at least technically what do you think about it balance wise is like whatever you know but, but yeah, technically as as, yes and the the next thing same thing incomplete teams instead of ranked games bug this is the same idea yeah. people leaving too early which i have had happen once or twice and i don't play a whole ton so, and i know this is a complaint that people have is they start ranked games 4v5 yeah which sucks I, yeah i totally get that that sucks and i think maybe the solve for that isn't necessarily telling the person that backed out before the match was found that you already found a match but just to be like oh this match is starting we're on round one and it hasn't started the preparation phase and there's four players and so it cancels the match or yeah. whatever so they did say that uh uh we're also working on a match cancellation feature which will allow players to cancel matches in the early stages of a game under the condition that their team is incomplete oh this will come later to the pc test server in year five season two. okay so next season in test server, we'll see that there you uh, go. Yes. So that's good. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Look, did you just see the PP just work right there? I say it, and two seconds later, we're reading it on I the know. screen. Isn't it crazy how it just like popped up? It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Something with the battle pass when you when a community challenge is completed, it would say coming soon when it like had already been done. So that they're going to fix that. Which like again, the fact that you're putting this on your top issues community yeah, concerns this is, is like this is wow. my top issue. The battle <laughs> pass is coming soon, but we've already done it. <laughs> this is me all. <laughs> this was one that I was like. Mm, I just wouldn't have put that on this blog. <laughs> that seems a little strange. This is this is, this should be a things we're working on blog. Yeah. Uh, MMR rollback pop-up bug. I guess apparently sometimes it tells you the wrong amounts for how much things have been rolled back. Again. It's actually rolling back the correct amounts, but it visually is telling you the wrong thing. So, hey, not that big of a problem. Uh, top gameplay topics. They're, they're doing... So working on their new benchmark uh, utility... Uh, consistency on gadgets destroying props. We've been here before. Which, to be honest, if you're benchmarking Siege now, like five years after its release, why? Well, if you're buying new hardware. But even then, like, why, why are you benchmarking on Siege? You know what I mean? Like, well, you should be benchmarking on a game that's 
you're not you're not using Siege to benchmark your hardware. You're you're trying to see how well your hardware specifically runs Siege. But shouldn't if you're buying hardware now, shouldn't it run Siege pretty much just fine? Well, what if you don't aren't buying hardware now, or what if you're buying used hardware? Mm, I guess that's true. Or what if you're trying to see? If, I guess my point is, you're, you'd have to buy hardware that's like over five years old to have a problem with Siege. I mean, yeah, but like, what if you are? What if you made like a modification in your system and you're trying to see? You're trying to see. How, I guess if yeah. you got Siege that's frames true. back or something. Or you're trying to see how much streaming affects your Siege okay. frames and stuff like that's that. That's true. Uh, how much updating Warzone in the background affects playing Siege so you can play Warzone. Yeah, you, that's, what, <laughs> that's what Rocket League is for, though. <laughs> that's true. Rocket League is a great background updating game. Okay, this last one I thought you would be excited about. Did you see this one? Improved notification and feedback for deactivated operators. Ooh. Yeah, I actually did see this, but I think I was still thinking, like, that's great that you're saying it in game that the operator is banned. But like, what we want is everything patch notes, like sure. all of it has to yeah. be in game. But hey, at There's least no at least now Something. when Clash is deactivated, people won't be like, "Why can't I choose Clash?" Because it yeah. will say right there, Clash has been deactivated because little twats are taking advantage of an exploit. That's exactly what it should say, actually. It should. It should say those exact words. I think there is no reason to not say those exact words. No reason. I think they would get praise, actually, if they were to put that on there. <laughs> they might probably. get people to go buy the game. There would definitely be a Reddit post. It was, there would be like GG. Yeah, and right our gaming, for sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll go to the top of the gaming sub. <laughs> you guys, what are you doing? Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so again, top issues and community concerns, kind of boring, which is kind of good. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that you think should be on there, yeah, like, what what is bugging you guys that you think should definitely be on top issues other than custom games? Yeah, send that in in the pod, pod podcast feedback and discussion channel in the yeah. Discord. This is and, similar to like a Santa Please community thing, but yeah. I'm curious what the underground community's top issues and concerns are with Siege. We'll submit it to the PP. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I, yes, personally, personally, I will personally address the podcast power. Okay. Um, so you had some Reddit stuff that you wanted to I share. Do, I had some Reddit posts that Sometimes I found. Sometimes Reddit is worth checking out. Every every once in a while. Um, not always, but every once in a while. So this first one is a Reddit post regarding ACOGs. Um, so we all know that ACOGs are very powerful in Siege. Um, it's by u slash j crossing the crossing road. J crossing road. Um, so this idea, I don't know if, if you've played like Battlefield before or even Call of Duty Warzone. Um, when a sniper is aiming at you, mm-hmm. you can see like a glint on the scope. Yep. Like a shiny. And so, you know, there's someone looking at me with a sniper rifle. Yeah. So his idea is the same thing for ACOGs. When an ACOG is looking at you, there's a glint on the ACOG and you can see that there's an ACOG there. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Why not? And it shows a, an image of like spawn peeking with the ACOG glint there. That's a super good idea. Yeah. Why not have also where? And, and I think he's saying that it would only be if you were looking outside or if you were outside looking in. Yeah. So it, once you get inside, there's no glints. Um, and so it's not going to give away your position when you're holding an angle or something. Right. But like when you're trying to spawn peek or you are, uh, I don't know, hanging on a window or something, then, yeah. then it would be a little bit more obvious where you were. Yeah. I think that's a great addition. To yeah. I, I think this is really helps a clever. Spawn yeah, clever oh. application from other games. Stuff you should know. Oh, Gary's mod. I was very confused. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what game is this that yeah. you're like? Because this is clearly not Siege. <laughs> no, but it's definitely Blackbeard. Yeah, he for, for some reason he used a Gary's mod uh, like screenshot to to make this edit. But <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know why you're not just using a Siege. <laughs> but it's anyway. kind of funny. Good idea though. That is a good idea, Jay Crossing Road. Yeah, I I like that. My next one is actually just funny. So on Ubisoft's website, if you're on the operators page, and this bug might be fixed now, but just scrolling to like the operators page on Ubisoft's website. Mm-hmm. It just has the pictures of all the operators, right? Like mm-hmm. all lined up as you scroll all down. All like cards. Yeah. Um, and the title is Ash's hitbox is carrying over to the Ubisoft website. And it shows Ash as it's scrolling down and her like character card is like, a quarter of it it's yeah. like cut in half yeah it's, it's it's reduced to probably less than a quarter of the size yeah. of all the other operators so like yeah ash's hitbox has invaded the ubisoft website it's it's pretty funny and that's that's by u slash fn dash one eight two four is it yes finn's number from star wars i don't know if that's finn's number it can't be, be because his accounts only a year old there's no way that's not taken 
But anyway, yeah, that's uh, that was funny. So shout out to Reddit for sometimes having good posts. Yeah, GG Reddit, GG. Okay, let's do bad operator ideas. So uh, one of our awesome Discord mods, Just Unfriendly, had a great idea for the community to send in bad operator ideas that would either completely break Siege or would be really stupid and funny. Um, we haven't read these because we wanted to get first takes on the podcast. So it's been, uh, I think, several weeks <laughs> since since they started submitting these. So we've given you guys plenty of time. And we're just going to go through and tell you guys what we think about your bad operator ideas. Um, so we'll start with Just Unfriendly's own operator, Airport. <laughs> a defender that deploys moving sidewalks so you can get around the map quicker. Attackers that are on it get moved backwards. <laughs> so can you, can you like jump while you're on it to like counteract the, uh, the effect? Oh yeah. Can you like jump a Mario so game like or something? Stop moving. Interesting. Or would it just like, it makes you go faster. Oh, you can't jump in well, siege. You, yeah. You can't jump in siege. So that's I guess. Good point. Answer no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the best use for these would probably be to put them on the entrances of the bomb sites. Yeah. So like they can't get in. Yeah. Or like, no common plant spots. Mm. So you, when you sit there, it just pushes you out like into the open. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think that's, Let's see, where else would I put this? As, like, put it on staircases or something? Or, like, any hallway where there's, like, an angle that you would hold? Just, like, put it there so you can't stand still. You're just, you're just constantly being pushed back. <laughs> I like it. I think uh, that's actually a good idea. Oh, what about... What would it do with drones? I guess they would just jump to yeah, avoid it. They can jump. Yeah, they can jump. See, you can jump in Siege. I guess that's true. That is true. All right, what's the next one? The next one from Just Unfriendly is a defender that shoots fake footprints to counter Jackal. The pings show up on Jackal's teammates. Oh, so Jackal tracks it and then he <laughs> tracks him to one of his own team. <laughs> How many uh, Jackal wallbangs would we get on Jackie Jackal friendly fire wallbangs? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, if it shows up on Jackal's, does that mean the defender sees the pings? I think it means Jackal's pings. Go on his I own mean, team. Yeah, poor guy. Hopefully he <laughs> sees the name to the wall and knows don't shoot. I mean, I have shot people in the face when I know that they're my, my that when, I, when I don't know that they're my teammate, but I should know they're my yes. teammate. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Happened on multiple occasions. It, it happens sometimes. Uh, that's, that's not a good one. All right. Next one from Just Unfriendly is a biowarfare operator. I don't, is the name biowarfare? Biowarfare operator that makes enemies <laughs> sneeze. Forcing you to un-ADS and make noise. Okay, I think this is actually a good idea. <laughs> I, I know it's a joke, but like, what if you could throw some sort of like, I guess smoke does this, but like, what if you could throw some sort of gas that just like, not, doesn't allow you to ADS and like makes your operator freak out. Yeah, or it's like some sort of like sonic thing. Like if you could put mm -hmm. up like a little trap that's like really, really tiny, kind of like a um, mozzie's, what are they called? Pest. Pest. Like something really tiny like that that you could like put up and just like you trigger it and like it knocks operators out of ADS and like makes them go ah or something like that. What if there was yeah? What if there was like an echo on offense kind of like a little a little spider type kind of drone that like crawls around and like you can hit operators holding corners like a sonic burst that makes them on ADS. That'd be cool. Shake a bit. That'd be cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this is actually that was not like obviously the application of like sneezing is silly but uh that's actually not a bad idea okay Leahy giblets this is actually oh, this, a really good one this is your turn sorry Leahy giblets distract a defender who's get distract with the k by the way yes a defender whose gadget sends a real life notification to your registered phone number on your ubisoft account like dope but in real life <laughs> that's a great idea that is your a great phone idea. just starts going off in real life yeah it plays like the amber alerts <laughs> Whenever you play Siege, you have to have the app open on your phone. Yeah. Um, that, and then you have to uh, you have to put in your two-factor authentication to disable it. <laughs> what, if, what if they really did make like a... Like, what if part of Siege could like be played on your phone? Like, it was synced to your matches or something. And so like, <laughs> I don't know, some parts of the game you could just do on your phone. 
like a map or something. Not yeah. Siege needs a map, but if there no. was something like that. But yeah, something like that. If like, it just was your in-game phone, if you could pull up cameras on it. Oh, yeah. That would actually be sick. Uh, it could give a severe advantage to some people. Right. <laughs> um, what if instead of sending something to your phone, what if it alt tabs you out of the game? <laughs> or like if you're on just Xbox, it just game. like brings up it the just dashboard. Closes the game? Alt, alt F4 F4. for you. <laughs> it would be awesome if it just like launches another app. <laughs> it's like it randomizes an Ubisoft game that you own and just launches it. <laughs> I I could be on board for an operator like that. Okay, uh, where's another bad one? This is going to be funny if we talk, we read somebody's actual operator Real suggestion, assuming it's, it's a bad one. Bad? Okay, Steel Switch uh, says an operator that can permanently install bulletproof clear barricades like in the stadium map. You only have two and there's no counter. <laughs> so basically, it's like Castle, but they put a glass bulletproof permanent barricades and you can just completely lock off a room <laughs> so nobody can get in or out <laughs> that's not broken at all no i love it let's do it actually wait hang on how broken would that be because it's not like there's any room where there's only one way or even two ways in i know but if you make it just uh one way in it would if you had one so you had one like there's i don't think there's a single um like site where there's only a single door into the into the place that doesn't have soft walls or something right yeah because i mean bathroom on border showers or whatever is that way there's only one door but there's soft wall next to it and well and then on bomb there's gonna be another site right right um but like that might be kind of interesting or like even if it's just had to be hard breached or something but it was just like another hard breach thing okay anyway uh what's the next one Mm. Um. Next one comes from Jukas. Excuse me, Daddy. He says, "Ali, a defender who bowls over his competition. He has three bowling balls that he calls aim and throw down a straight line. That he can aim and throw down a straight line. This will knock over anyone it hits. And after their slow will be reduced by one stat, so three speed becomes two speed for the rest of the round." Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He bowling just, balls he wears bowling shoes <laughs> yeah so his the counter to him is his own bowling shoes where he's slipping all over the map as he runs around yeah. <laughs> he always falls downstairs <laughs> uh yeah that'd be good okay go home giant emu said an operator that spawns with attackers has no weapons but when shot by the enemy team that they the enemy team that they spawn with causes damage reflection so your aim is to jump in between the enemy fire to basically cause a tk so, <laughs> so <laughs> you're actually a defender but you spawn with the attackers and you can't damage them in any way except to cause reflection damage by making them shoot you <laughs> <laughs> i guess that though just the intel of having an invincible operator that can run around with yeah. them uh that would be pretty good. Is there a game where you do do this on purpose, where you purposely just try to get, I guess, try and just distract Halo when you're trying people? to get somebody to drop a sniper rifle for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I'm thinking of like a... There's like a game that like recently I purposefully was like getting shot by someone to like distract them from something. I think that's what I was doing. I think I was... Maybe it was Warzone. I think I was like just calling attention to myself. But yeah, I, I cannot think of any game where you do that, <laughs> unless it's like a custom game. Last Oasis, very good game for this. We just did it with Seth the other day. He took a little spider walker and got Jaza and his friends to kill him instead of the dinghy. Wow! It wasn't it wasn't on purpose. He was he was I don't know, but it worked. That's what it worked for. <laughs> awesome. I have thought of actually some crazy strategies in Last Oasis of like just send one guy in to be a pest and distract him all, and then let your other guys go do real work. Yeah, if you guys haven't played Last Oasis, you should. But uh, it'd be fun just to run around like all in spider walkers. So there's just like four or five spider walkers. Yep. And like if you get into any trouble, everybody just like splits. Yep. And then you just go climb cliffs and nobody yep. can chase you. Yeah, literally. Or in the forests too. Nobody can Nobody can chase you in any big walker. No, no. No way. You're gone. Uh, laughing Room 
says, my least serious operator idea is Dave. Dave. <laughs> I love the idea of an operator just named Dave. Dave is a, <laughs> would be really funny. is a retired window cleaner, but called back into active duty. His ability is a ladder. It enables him to climb up to higher windows or up through hatches, but the ladder doesn't collapse. It's a full-size 12-foot ladder that he has to carry around at all times. <laughs> So if he doesn't, he has to actually have it in his hands. And when he puts it down at that point, he can start yeah, shooting. Yeah, so he's like Montaine, except with no protection. It's just a ladder. Right, just a ladder. <laughs> he can poke it upstairs to like see if there's someone there. Like he can just like, he walks up the stairs, they see the ladder first and start shooting because they see something. Yes. Don't go that way, guys. <laughs> Back it La- up. Ladder Back damage. Up. Ladder damage. Uh, can he melee with the ladder? I I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, why? You it's like always a have to hold melee. it vertical. Yeah, you hold it horizontal. You, oh, it's like a bayonet oh, but charge. It'd be, it'd be hard to like get into doorways and stuff. Yeah, that's true. You'd you have, have to, to be really straight line. Or somebody who's like way in front of you, you could just like slam it down and catch them between the rungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Dave. Let's bring Dave in. Uh, Fuse Me Daddy also added to it. He said, not strong enough. What if Dave could also spray mirror windows and make them dirty so defenders couldn't see through them? <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, why don't we have somebody that can just spray stuff onto mirror windows? It's been suggested. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have any other application. That's the problem. Well, like the foam things that covers up like hard walls and stuff. Yeah, or, like, barricades you could also or... use it on... Yeah. But... Wouldn't it normally be a defender who's covering I think holes? someone talked about one that was on offense too. I guess that makes sense because you might want to like plug up a bullet hole or like a mm-hmm. a rotation or something. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, barricade yourself into the objective room. Give us retarded snorkels idea. Retarded snorkel says this one doesn't have a name yet, but his ability is that he can grab opponent's dead bodies and use them as a meat shield. He can also grab enemies in a down but not out state. Or even an alive enemy, but to make him balance, the enemy will not be able to wriggle out. Bill, oh, the enemy will be able to wriggle out. Mm. He will not be able to use any guns while holding an enemy's body. Okay. So Cav comes after you, you just pick her up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is actually like an ability that exists in a lot of single player games where you can like pick up a, like, like Splinter Cell and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can like hold. So Ubisoft already has a tech. Oh yeah, they like already know how it. to do it. You just hold a body and like use it as a shield. Uh, yeah, that'd be <laughs> kind of funny. Um, they can wiggle out, so kind of like uh, what's that game? The haunted one where you're trying to get away from the monsters. Generators. Oh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can wiggle out in that game. Yeah, it'd be like that. It's hard to do though. It is really hard to do. It'd probably be easier in Siege. Probably. Um, should we read just Unfriendly's dump? Yes. Let's let's just go through it and pick out our top two. You need to get like six of them here. Okay. So, operator that is controlled by two people. <laughs> That's good. One who shoots something like Hibana's X Kairos, but instead it makes it drone holes on the baseboards of walls. Hmm. Operator that is just three recruits in a trench coat, and you can split into three small <laughs> operators. <laughs> Tachanka's mounting gun, but is it attached to a drone? An operator that's just a mirror, so you can see how ridiculous you look in your cosmetics. Nice. Top two? Definitely controlled by two people. Okay, I was going to say definitely three recruits in trench coat. Actually I think that was my second one. Three small operators. <laughs> I think I like the two people one more, though. Those are both really good. Top two. So I think that ties it up for the bad operator ideas. Uh very fun thank you guys for sending those in that was a good time uh should we do listener questions we should okay uh, oh what's our listener questions theme song or is that no stuff you should know has a theme song it's stuff you should know has a theme song okay uh listener questions into listener questions what do you do if i have a listener question chris you go to the rainbow six unrenowned discord and you put it in the podcast questions part and then what happens is we read your question. We decide if it's good enough to be on the podcast. Ah, I and then see. we read your question on the podcast and we answer it. Okay. I have a question right now. Okay. Why don't I just ask my question on the podcast? Oh, you can, Ryan. Oh. If you have, if you have six questions that make it on to the podcast, oh. you, Ryan, become uh-huh. a podcast questionnaire. You know what happens when you're a podcast questionnaire? I don't. You can ask a question with your voice that can be on the podcast. You will, you're saying you can be on the podcast. You can literally be on the best Rainbow Six podcast. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm blown away. Uh, Twitter also. Also Twitter. Uh, yeah, we are at R6 Unrenowned on Twitter. You can ask questions there. We don't get many questions there, so uh, that might be a way to break through the, the, the noise, maybe. I don't know. Um, but no, better join the Discord. Join the Discord. The link's in the, ser- in the show notes, and also you can find it just by searching Unrenowned Discord. Uh, yeah. and it's a fun time to be there. Uh, so be there. Yeah. Give us the first question. Our first question comes from Quackers. He says, do you think Seed should ever become cross-platform? I know there's a lot of features that would have to be added to console first, but I feel like this could make the game more enjoyable in the future with Siege's decreasing size. This could buy the game more time in the future. For example, it would reduce queue times and higher yields. I don't know if I would say agree with Siege's decreasing size. Yeah, or like in the are you saying like in the future when Siege does decrease in size, which I think is very far in the future, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think that's what you might be saying. I'm going to check Steam it's, charts right now and just see. Siege if... just reached another record on Steam charts like two weeks ago. Oh, there you go, like 198 thousand players or something. Uh, yeah, like Steam or Steam Siege certainly has enough people at the moment to be a healthy game with easy to find matches and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if I mean if I'm looking at let's see, let's look at their one year. They're they've only been going up over the past year, so they're fine. Um that said, this also reminded me of something I was gonna say about the top issues and community concerns, which is I'm surprised that we didn't see anything about keyboard and mouse on console on there. Um and maybe it's because they've they've kind of said like we've done all we can do and now it's up to Microsoft to do something about it. Yeah. Or whatever. Um they and, haven't done all they can do. Is it a problem on PlayStation as well, or is it No. It's only it's, on Xbox. I think it's. I think PlayStation doesn't like even allow you to. It just doesn't recognize it. Because Xbox One, yeah, Xbox One has its own. Microsoft produces its own like adapters to plug in a keyboard and mouse. Okay. So, which like I like they're trying to make it like more of a Windows kind of thing. Like yeah, you know what I mean. So like I I get that they're doing that, but they're not good at. But there should just be a setting where a game can turn it off. Yeah. Why do you say that Ubisoft hasn't done all they can do? Because there's a reason why we switched to playing with controller when we play Halo. Oh, because it's better on controller. Yes, there's a balance that you can make with. I mean, once Siege puts auto aim feature into console, I'm not saying 100. No, they should, but they should. I I agree. Once they do that, like your keyboard and mouse players don't have nearly as much of an advantage as they right. used to. Right, and we've seen from experience in Halo that you can actually make it where they have a disadvantage, mm-hmm. and and where it doesn't feel like it's broken. Right, like because because right. aiming in reach feels good. Uh, well, on a console, on a controller, right? Like mm-hmm. if it feels good, it doesn't feel like the game's aiming for you. No, but it's good enough that it's easier than con- than a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Um. So I think definitely they can they can do that, and that would help a lot in that respect. As far as like it being cross platform, like I mean, if they the the problem is now is there's not auto aim on console, and so console players would get absolutely obliterated by the PC players. Yeah. Um maybe have it cross platform between like uh PlayStation and Xbox. Like I could see that being a thing because they're on the same kind of ground um, or just have it so you can disable it as a console player, which you can do in most games. You can disable class cross platform. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally think option. between the consoles. It absolutely should. Yeah. Um, And then like, especially as it gets split across two generations of consoles, who knows what's going to happen there? Like, is it just yeah. going to be, I guess I guess Xbox has already confirmed backward compatibility, so it would just be running an Xbox One game. It wouldn't be like it's uh, a different right pool of players. But um, yeah, I, I agree. I think auto aim is the real problem there. Yeah, for the keyboard and mouse thing. Um, Blue Nine Wolf says I'm listening to the newest episode of Unrenowned. Thank you for listening. And literally had to stop it and ask. <laughs> How the heck do you think you were going to practice your strats in Unranked when you are constantly getting team killed? teammates quitting fighting a team of only three people having people just die and quit so on you can't probably learn anything uh you can't probably learn any kind of strategy playing in casual due to the previously named stuffed unranked cannot become any more like casual or it's pointless sorry to be so rash but man oh man unranked is the perfect game mode for what it is it's exactly what i think it should be for a ranked playlist without the loss or gain of mmr like come on you guys sound exactly like the pro players they get all butthurt because they don't want things to change for their benefit Sorry for the long message and honestly want to clarify that I respect your guys' opinion and love the podcast. Just try to really think about how nasty and toxic the casual playlist is and how the fact that the toxic people have no penalty for acting like that 
because they can just quit and do it again. Unranked cannot be like that or it's just a glorified casual. Okay. Okay. So our response, at least my response, is unranked right now is not good for anything, though. You can't. People do still act toxic and stuff in unranked because there's no ranked attached to it. And people right. do quit unranked matches because they're just going to be done playing and they're not going to play ranked right afterwards. And they are like, it's unranked. It's not going to affect my memoir. I don't care. And they leave. Sure. Um, I, I, so, okay, going through the problems that Blue Nine Wolf pointed out here, team killing, teammates quitting, fighting a team of only three people, having people just die and quit. So, okay, so those last three are all about quitting. The team killing thing, isn't that already the same as it is in ranked and casual? Isn't isn't it the same system across all three of those? Yeah, it is. But I think that the point is in ranked people are less likely to team kill because they want to win. I can tell you that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess I haven't played a lot of unranked to compare, but I can tell you that Oh, unranked versus unranked right now versus quick match. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, unranked right now versus quick match, I think it's the same. I have um, the same amount of problems with griefing and team I killing. I mean, I I can tell you that in ranked people still team kill. But I think I do think people team kill less in ranked versus casual. Maybe, but definitely, it's like it's, I I run into way more problems okay, with. Well, I guess, well, I guess when I'm playing ranked, I'm usually playing with a squad. So I guess my first question then is like, how does what we're proposing to change in, in unranked, which is no no quit penalties? Mm-hmm. What was the other thing? The uh, the rounds. And, oh, and fewer rounds. Yeah, I don't think either of those uh, reduces te- or increases team killing, right? Yeah, not really. I mean, you have, I guess you would Why have would more serious players that are more dedicated to play a more serious game. I, yeah, I guess because you're locked in to play the whole mm-hmm. round that you wouldn't, but like it, anybody who's team killing doesn't care about leaving a round. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I don't, I don't see any crossover there. I don't think team killing would be affected at all by the changes that we're talking about. Uh, when it comes to people quitting and fighting a team of only three people, having people die and quit. Yeah, that all happens. But I would say just add join in progress. I mean, yeah, if you that's what we would have happen if you can. And then that fixes leave. it, right? Right. And most of the time in quick match, I'm not playing against just three people. Well, a lot of the time it is two full teams. A majority of the time it's right. two full teams playing well, against quick each match other. has join in progress, doesn't it? Yeah. So, but, I mean, even then yeah. people aren't quitting like the whole time I'm playing. It's like a lot of times it's the same two teams. Right. Um, and, well, and what I would do maybe is like like don't have an, an i guess maybe still have some sort of abandoned sanction but not the same as it is in ranked right so like in halo it, if you're just leaving casual games all the time it it has like an overtime counter that's like hey you got to quit quitting games or we're gonna like pair you with other people who quit games yeah. and like i don't know exactly what they do but i think that's what they do um and just do it like that it's like if you quit one unranked game it's not going to put you in a 35 minute penalty or whatever mm-hmm. it is but like but if you're if you have a habit of constantly quitting games, then yes, you start seeing penalties over time. Yeah, and that way it just it fits this kind of middle ground of like, I can jump into an unranked. I mean, the bigger thing, honestly, like beyond the quitting penalty, I would really just like the shorter games, just straight up best of five, and uh, that gives you plenty of time to like practice your strats or whatever. And it's like basically the same thing, but it doesn't lock you into a forty-five to hour long. Yeah, right, forty-five minute hour long game. I don't know. What do you like? What do you think? Do you like? Do you see these problems coming on if I, I understand the argument of like making it more like casual, have more of the casual players come into it and have that same toxicity. Mm-hmm. But I think that problem is solving the toxicity, not because I mean, right now, it's my problem is right now, it's not good for really anything like. It's not, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, again, I just don't I don't think the team killing is at all affected by anything we're talking about. And the quitting I can see is a problem and I've played games where quitting is a problem and it sucks, but I think that you can address that in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, the problem with Unranked is it's just nobody's playing it, really, is, right. the, is, the, is the problem. <laughs> uh, so, uh, thank you, though. Thank you. Like, even though you don't agree, thank you for sending that in. I I love to hear, like, counter-arguments. I love to have, like, actual discussions about things. That's how you have discussions, by expressing disagreement. So, thank you for sending that in. Uh, you want to read Josh MBA's question? Yeah, Josh MBA. Uh, he popped into our... Uh, did he pop into your stream the other day? Yeah. He's a good guy. Popped into the stream. He said, hey, guys, long-time listener. First-time question. First-time questioner. 
five more and you'll be a questionnaire. questionnaire. <laughs> and then you'll be a real real person. What do you a think? A real person. <laughs> you'll be a real boy. <laughs> what do you think of Siege going to 6v6 instead of 5v5? It would allow for more diverse team composition and more strategic attacks and defenses. Do you think there could be any server issues that accompany more players? Interested on y'all's thoughts. Hmm. I think definitely the more you increase the player amount on a server, it increases server stress. So like maybe, yeah. But I also think it would be interesting to see what 6v6 would look like. Yeah. Maybe just have an event that's 6v6. Yeah. Um, it'd be super cool if it was, yeah, do an event that's on like a handful of maps that are bigger and better suited to 6v6. And I think it'd be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I, I like I'm not sure I I don't think anyone can really say like definitely it would suck I see that argument coming be like oh no there's way too much utility six v six but then you also have more people that kill the utility six v six so I think it would have to be seen I'm not saying it's problem right now at five v five I think it's fine five v five but it would be interesting to see what six v six looks like it would be uh yeah I would I would totally like to see that uh just do it on like Hereford Fortress like mm-hmm. these bigger maps that have a lot more space Villa. to ground it'd be cool just just villa basement and you have more than enough space that's true and like nobody's even gonna see each other probably not <laughs> agent m knight says in cod modern warfare you can aim while you reload i did not know this do you think yeah. i should be implemented in siege what it's actually <laughs> sick so while you're while you're aiming down sights you can like reload your gun and like you can't shoot obviously but like you see like the sight moving but the whole time you're still aiming down sights while so you're you don't like lose the person you're tracking right. or whatever yeah you can still like or you can still hold an angle and like still see the angle i mean obviously you can't shoot but yeah i'd be down with that being in siege like if you're leaning on something just reload your gun while without having like you know i don't think that breaks anything it's it's more of a quality of life improvement than anything yeah like i guess you just you don't have to like concede the corner that you're holding you can yeah kind of sit and reload and obviously you're in danger if you're reloading right while you're looking but yeah you don't have to you don't have to go like retake the angle right right yeah i guess that's all right yeah it's it's kind of a nice it's really just a quality of life thing that's and i've noticed the call of duty has a lot of good quality of life changes i mean they're good at making fun to play shooters good point that's what they do uh your turn six eyes really rad raccoon says peanut butter chunky or smooth 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 get out of here yeah smooth i like next question i'm not trying to choke on my peanut butter jelly sandwich affin fraser should ubisoft work with xbox and playstation to get rid of mouse and keyboard on console for the new consoles hey we just talked about that yeah 100 keyboard on console needs to not happen that's cheating it like it, yes yeah. i mean it's not cheating technically but in all like real senses of the word it's totally cheating and you should not do that and they should do what they can to stop it because it's totally it it, like there's some things in games that completely ruin the experience and will just make you stop playing for example input lag on freaking halo (laughs) co-op it's like this is broken this is objectively broken and you sold it and you sold it again and then you sold it again and you're (laughs) it's still broken and you need to fix it uh yeah this is like mouse and keyboard on consoles is objectively broken and cheating and it needs to be addressed and the yeah. fact that it's not is like embarrassing yeah um fugster says how many scoops of more energy do you use in your drink he's not that much of an energy drinker funny sentence oh he's not i'm not that much of an energy drink drinker but i ordered one of each flavor because i like to support you guys i don't want the best podcast to quit keep it up thank you thank you for nice support you. yeah and you're gonna enjoy both flavors we always say blue buzz but they're both good Crystal no, actually, Chris actually doesn't like Jungleberry. I've had Jungleberry. I have Blue Buzz, and I have the Shaker now. So I have the Shaker. I have Blue Buzz, and I like. I enjoy the whole entire thing. Like I want it. I have Jungleberry, and I'm like, it's more of like a. I need to drink this so I can so I can be good at games. <laughs> but it's like a, it's like something I have to it's drink. Like a medicine. Whereas like yeah, the the Blue Buzz is like fun to drink. I think they're both delicious. Uh, that said, I, I usually one. I usually do one scoop. Yeah, yeah. I. I have put like one and a half in before and I tasted the difference. And I was like, wow, this is strong now. Mm-hmm. And well, you're supposed to put more water. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't do that. No, no. Same amount of water, just more concentration. Yeah. That, I mean, there's, there's a lot of caffeine in one scoop. So I say just one again, that's, that's drinkmaw.com slash r6 pod. If you want to get a free, free freebie. Yeah. Support the podcast. 
Blake Pen- Blank Pencil, who was at the play the other day and was really fun to play with, said, with the season three, year five operators flag being classified, I've heard fans thinking Sam Fisher might be playable. That, of course, is the uh, Splinter Cell main character. Would you... Would you like to see a cameo character or do you feel that could take away from the game? If so, what other Tom Clancy or Ubisoft owned characters would interest you as an operator? Okay, so first of all, if if Sam was in the game, I think his operator name should be called just Sam. Sam Fisher. Like, I don't think they should give him a name. I think it should yeah, just be I'm trying Sam to think Fisher. If he ever had like any call signs in the games that would like already be meaningful and would be cool, but like I wouldn't be against just going with Sam either. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. What about Fisher? Just be I like Fisher. Sam better. Sam. Sam um, I got killed by Sam. <laughs> Sam's Sam, dead. Sam got me. Uh, actually, no, I wouldn't hate it if Sam was in the game. I I think that would be yeah, be cool. But what pretty would be cool? What would his ability be? Because I feel like he'd be a lot like a Cavera. Yeah, he would be a lot like a Cavera. He's more of an attacker though, right? He's he's always infiltrating. He's not defending. He's infiltrating places and doing stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, which is Nook. <laughs> Attacking Kavira is just literally Nook. he could have been Nook. Uh, let me think. Cause, so he has like the night vision. He he always has like different gadgets and stuff. So yeah, he could he's have a gadget like, guy. some kind of like sleep dart or something, something like that. Um, but then like, why not just shoot him? Right. But I'm just saying like he has he has tons of gadgets you could pull from the game. So yeah, I haven't I guess, played a Splinter yeah. Cell game in like probably decades. So it's hard to remember. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like he's most known for being sneaky, climbing on things. Right. Uh, and doing like the, the so night basically what they had is they had Sam Fisher and they were going to put him in the game. They're like, let's just make Kavera. And then they were like, let's just make Nook. And then they were like, let's just make Oryx. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as far as him jumping up through hatches. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I can think of things he would, he could do that like wouldn't work on a siege map or whatever. Where it's like, what I, if he could climb on like, uh, um, rain gutters and stuff like that? You know, yeah. Like, uh, but that's I, not... I, he could have something like a, I'm thinking like a mozzie pest shooting thing that like shoots at like doorways and stuff, but it, instead it could be like a some sort of mine or something that he yeah. shoots at doorways. I mean, he he has like traps and stuff, like so he could be a gridlock type operator. Yeah, um, maybe he's. I think he would have to be a three speed though. Mm, I might maybe do, a make two. him a two speed. Um, but he always seems like he he looks like a one armor. That's true. He doesn't wear a lot of armor. Mm-mm. Um, but he moves slow, right? He's like he super sneaky, tactical. Yeah. So it's like a weird balance, but but quietly. So I mean, yeah. If he was just like, I guess if he was a three speed, so then he'd be quieter, right? And yeah. then um, just pick out one or two like gadgets. Yeah, you can have like a mozzie thing that like has the <clears throat> switch fire mode button. He that has, changes. He he always has, and this again wouldn't really work, but he has the like the little like straw camera thing, you know, that they like put under doors like bendy straw oh, yeah, yeah yeah they do it i think he always has one of those then he has like lock picks and stuff those are kind of like the main things yeah um is there any way you could like do that i i mean i guess if you could like stand on like a, by a window or something and you could like use a little thing to like look around the window yeah like to check angles huh i don't know but i what would love they, to see what did they say again was like the reason they couldn't have like the cameras things in the corner of your screen just a technical meditation mm-hmm. um are there any other ubisoft characters you'd like to see in there like the problem is like a lot of ubisoft characters are like assassins creed assassins right. rayman like these are not yeah. characters you can put in siege um i mean there's like ghost recon stuff like any tom clancy stuff really is what you'd be pulling from right right so there's like ghost recon maybe like the watchdogs guy see the thing is i don't really know any other ubisoft games other than splinter cell yeah, I like, mean Division, Ghost Recon. But like I don't play those. Right, yeah. So I, to... I couldn't pick out a character uh for honor. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. That's someone with a sword. Uh yeah. A Far Cry dude. I mean yeah, Sam Fisher is like is a natural fit, and that's yeah. like anybody else would almost feel like it was too much of a reach. Um, Sam Fisher would be cool. That would be a really yes. cool yes. that could be a, a game seller operator too. It could. Uh, I mean, I, I doubt that anybody's buying Siege now at this point because Sam Fisher's in it where that Good wouldn't point. have yeah. already bought Siege. Uh, and it's not like, you know, Splinter Cell fans like Splinter Cell. Siege is not Splinter Cell. <laughs> Just yeah. because Sam Fisher's in it doesn't make it Splinter that's, Cell. That's true. 
I I really want to see a event or like a test server. They don't use a test server for this, but I want to see an event where they take out one shot headshots and just see what siege is like. Yeah, uh, that's I would say like that's, that's my like the biggest reason why I like other shooters better than like other like as far as shooting goes better than siege is because I don't get like like I have the advantage on someone they turn like spray and hit me in the head once and it's right. over. I'm like instant dead is frustrating sometimes. Yeah, very frustrating. Um, especially when you can't aim like me. And it, it creates, it creates like the pixel peaking that's in siege. That, that's what it creates with the one shot headshot thing. Right. Like all that's created and it's not, I feel like that, that wasn't siege when it started. That's not the game I fell in love with, to be honest. It wasn't right. pixel peaking. Right. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys for your questions. Um, again, join the discord. If you're not in it already, it's a good time to be there. Also follow us on Twitter. No. Yeah. Sure. Follow us on Twitter at R6 and Rihanna, and then follow us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. I am Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. And I am just hello with three O's. Chris, we're going to be playing some Last Oasis this week. Last Oasis is probably the best game I've ever played in my life. It is a really good game, and it's a really good time. It it's, actually is. I will say, you just need to buy the game. You just need to buy it, and you just need to play it, and you will. It's one of the games. It's one of those games where like, you start playing, and you think, just just one more hour or just this last task and then like four or five hours later you're still doing like another last task yeah like 30 last tasks later yeah and i you know it's a great waste of your life um <laughs> i've never been more willing to give up i mean this is a time where you're stuck inside you've got your stimulus check buy buy last oasis with it use your stimulus money to pay for all your food and rent while you don't work it's only 30 bucks and just waste your life on it yeah it's the best waste of life it's it's a very very fun and survival crafting uh chore game. Yes. If you like those kind of progression like building one thing to get to the next thing to get to the next thing and by you know it by the time like before you know it gosh I cannot speak today. Before you know it like the thing that you thought you would never get to you're just like churning those out in your awesome machine yep. and like because you upgraded all these things like it's it's a good time. If you if you're into like the factory type games this is a good uh it's not a factory game but it's a good like it's similar way to a good place to branch out yeah it, it's just and you can you know people make you mad and you go and kill them, <laughs> which we have not done but we want to and we should recommend don't go watch a stream and then decide whether or not you want to buy this game 100 percent. i will be honest i've so one of our mods, just in friendly, he wanted me to stream the game because he wanted to decide if he could buy it. And I was like, yeah. the, what I'm doing right now, I don't think would be fun to watch. Like, even for me, I get frustrated because I'm like, I now have to go get this thing from this different walker. It's not the walker I'm on. And I'm like hopping between walkers, leaving the game and joining the game. And I'm like, this isn't yeah. fun. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to buy this game. Well, and, yeah, some of it is just like, like you get, you sort of like, you, you're learning how to do things and then you get to a point where like you kind of outgrow the current walker that you're in so you had to build a new one mm -hmm. and then you're kind of learning like okay how do i manage multiple walkers like how much stuff do i really need to have on me and like do i need multiple walkers and so we're sort of in this weird phase where you're we're learning how to manage like all these resources we have uh and so it it, it so it has this feature it's like if you play games like rust or whatever you build your base right and your base is always on the server and it's like always in danger of somebody just coming and breaking into it mm -hmm. and they avoid this by your walkers are mobile and those are kind of your bases and um to keep it safe you just you ride it off the map and like you leave the server before you like quit the game mm -hmm. and so your thing's safe but because of that that also means like if you end up with multiple walkers with different things on them if you want to go get it you have to like drive outside the map pick it up like move the things over in your inventory like your personal inventory or a box or something and then like go back out and get the other walker that you want like it, it becomes like it's a very cumbersome process mm -hmm. if you if you're in this weird phase that we're in, I think where we're just trying to learn like how do we manage all this all this stuff, especially right now because we have like there's like four of us and right. we we just got ready for like a battle and then like the battle kind of happened before we were expecting it to, so everything just got put on like any walker, yeah, and so it's all just kind of spread <laughs> everywhere and we're just spawning on different walkers trying to get it all like organized again. And it's just like oh my gosh, everything is so bad, yeah, and you don't have your stuff is on like four different walkers, right? By the time you get to that and everything's point, just kind of everyone's like. Yeah, I did a lot of farming, but yeah, to take the stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's to make the clan better. By the time you get clan. to that point, you will already know whether or not you like the game. So, like, that don't worry about stuff like that. But again, I'd like it, it, maybe go watch a stream where they're actually doing something. Don't watch a stream where they're like managing inventory. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you won't think you're gonna like it. 
Um, but it's a fun time. I really enjoy it, and I'll be playing more of it this week. But also, console play day, Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, how are we going to organize that? I guess in the Discord, but like, we just... As far as like party chat and stuff like, Yeah, I create a party or like, it's easy on Discord because you just have everybody in the room. Right. I mean, I think, yeah, we just have a party chat that... Said, oh, well, our Xbox, add us on Xbox. My gamer tag is just hello with three O's, with the space just space hello with three O's. And mine is uh, chaotic fiasco with the space. Yeah. Chaotic space fiasco. Yeah. So add us on there and then I'll, send us a I'll message. I'll put that or in the like Xbox channel on the Discord yeah. today so people can and then we'll find invite, us. And then <laughs> we'll invite those people to the party when they're. I'll have to ask for some advice on there if there's a good way to like set up an event yeah. on Xbox. Uh, I know they have like xbox groups and stuff maybe we create like an unrenowned group and have people join or something but yeah i don't know but let's just stay we'll find a good way keep looking at the lfg xbox stuff the, the discord will definitely be the, the place to look the, the yeah. play day channel on the lfg xbox are probably the places we'll go so keep an eye on that and we'll see you guys wednesday and if not we'll see you uh in a couple of weeks for the next podcast yeah and you know we'll have more stuff about siege because stuff. just goodbye